Okay, guys, welcome back to the, the RLS podcast. We're on, I think it's episode four now. It's either three or four. It's definitely four, actually. It's four. And um, we've got a guest now, our first guest. Um, we've got high-performance coach, Ben Leader, father of one, two, three, I think. Am I missing one? Yeah. Um, husband from Bromley in London. I think I'm right there. Yeah, and he's an Arsenal fan, I think. Poor lad. Yeah, for my sins. Poor guy. <laughs> A guy that genuinely um, just has infectious, contagious happiness and energy. Um, and someone that's reached out to me a couple of times and is, he's just, he's a good guy. He's a genuinely good guy. Um, so yeah, how was that introduction? Um, anything else you'd like to add? Mate, I didn't realise I was the first guest. This is like, like pressure. <laughs> you kept that back. No, thank you so much for the kind words. And it's an absolute honour to like to be on here, mate, and sort of talk to all your gang and stuff. That's like super cool. Um, but yeah, that, that's pretty much me on a nutshell. Um, online coach, um, support people that have kind of um, kind of now sort of becoming parents, um, but still kind of have sort of fitness goals that they want to achieve, things that they feel like they've kind of never got to. Um, so I'm kind of almost like the icing on the cake, if that makes sense. Yeah. Totally get it, mate. And I think I really wanted to get you on because in the past couple of months, I've actually taken on a lot of a lot of new parents and a lot of guys that have basically found that like through, well, not just guys, um, females as well. And they've kind of taken on a big workload with a, with a new child and lack of sleep and lack of motivation and the gym and their nutrition has kind of just been chucked to the wayside. So I thought it would be really, really helpful to get you on um, a guy that's got experience with helping people like this. So again, we've kind of touched on it already, but who does your coaching, who does your coaching focus on and kind of what is the, what's the impetus of it? The main kind of focus of obviously what I do is to help people with kind of like a lack of confidence Um and kind of, I suppose, sort of simplify kind of the process of kind of what you've got to do, right? Like to kind of link this to kind of the parent talk is that when you kind of have, you start having children and like you feel the pressure of it because it's hard to balance um, committing to yourself and also hard to balance being there for kind of the kids, right? Like it's almost this like sort of how I sort of say to my guys, it's like a pendulum type scenarios that sometimes it'll go one way to like, it could be, all into the fitness or it could go all into the parenting and you start like resenting either side which is horrible because that's like what you're ultimately trying to do right is kind of trying to create a balance um so i suppose in reality what i try and do with everybody um regardless if they've got children or not is create a kind of really really simple plan that they can kind of like tick on a daily basis um to basically take the pressure off them so they can kind of just enjoy life and just kind of be present kind of with your kids as ultimately possible because oh, like that's what it's about, right? It's just, you've got a bucket being as happy yeah. as possible. <laughs> 100% mate. It's, it's, it's certainly obviously no experience in them um, and that kind of thing yet. Um, but it seems like it, it must be a, a really, really hard thing to, to have to, to have to have kids to have to give them your your full energy your full attention as well as um as well as your partner and then again we all have jobs as well so there's there's a lot of different things to try and focus on at one time and what are kind of the what are the main challenges that you've found and i'm going to take this from a, a guy's point of view what have you yeah. found are the main challenges for for young men starting families having kids 
um, what are the main things that they'll kind of come to you with as their big challenge? Um, to start purely on like yourself, just at like as a bloke, um, the first thing I struggled with was like identity. Um, it's, if you've got a snorkel, we're going in. Um, I used to play like, I think Ryan's brilliant. I watch what he does with his football because I used to play football. Um, and that was one of the first things that I struggled with, right? Like a lot of my spare time was watching football for my sins. Like Arsenal were terrible um, and playing. But then when you start having children, that gets cut down by quite a lot because you can't, because you're tired, because you're trying to kind of like balance everything, right? And that's the hardest thing is the guilt of kind of juggle everything about who you are and what you want to achieve and how you kind of want to sort of make your life kind of fit together. And that might be quite deep and you might be thinking, what the hell? I just want to lose a bit of body fat. But ultimately you're kind of like, you're leading by example, right? Because as your, your children get older and they start doing things, you will want them to see you doing the things that you're doing on a daily basis that are positive for your sort of like health and fitness and ultimately your kind of mental health. Right. So kind of like the biggest struggles in, in really like is the, is sleep because obviously like initially when you have children, they don't sleep and you're worried about what they're doing. Like you, when I first had my children, my children are um, 11 months, five and eight now. So when you first put them into bed, you have this like panic and you keep sort of running out of the room thinking, oh my God, what have I done? And you're, you're ultimately like um, disturbing your own sleep because you're worried about these sort of things. But then going into the next day, like Ryan probably talks about this stuff all the time in terms of fat loss. Like if you haven't slept properly, your, your hunger hormones are going to be off, um, which is going to skew you and stuff. So I think the main thing and the, the, the kind of first thing is kind of the guilt between having to do the things that you know you need to do because it almost sounds like counterintuitive because it's like you've got to take yourself away from the people that you want to love like you love and you want to see the most but you've got to go and have that one for your own identity to kind of like finish this off is that you've got to have your own things your own life the own things that you're kind of trying to create but also the things that you're doing to make the time that you're with um everybody like more important because it's like quality over quantity like when you want when you're with your your wife your your partner um, whoever it may be your children you want to give them 100% of what you've got you don't want to be like sitting there flicking on the phone yes we all do this we all flick and look at memes and stuff but I mean when you're with your kids you want to just be there you want to be present you want to be doing nice things whatever those nice things are right um, and I think the main thing is it's not it's not a bad thing to have your own own life having time away and that comes from um, I suppose like if you're with somebody like having enough communication to say do you know what I need some time to go and do x y or z like look Ryan's booked me in for free sessions this week mate I've got to go and get those free sessions done or he's going to be on me so that's the first thing and that takes time like I realize like it might sound quite like I'm making it sound like it's an easy thing it's not but um, having the confidence and realize that's why you're doing it will just like absolutely put you in like a much much better place like in the sort of short to medium and obviously long term yeah, mate, that's um that's huge. And I think as kinda our coach Joe always says, like if you can't serve yourself first, then how do you expect to kinda to serve anyone else to your to your highest quality? And mm. if you're trying to be everywhere at once, if you're trying to constantly use like having kids as an excuse to not be able to focus on your nutrition and your training and stuff like that, then by the time you kind of get around to being with your kids and your partner, you're you're not gonna feel yourself. You're not gonna feel as good as you possibly could so it's about kind of taking yourself away from even taking yourself away from your kids and your partner having some time for yourself serve yourself first as you clearly do at five in the morning and um, your videos are up on instagram before anyone's <laughs> um training it must be a 5 a.m start surely 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, hats off to you. I don't know how you do it. But um, I, I have to, to, right? It's, it's the same. You have. It's, mm, um, I have to. And it's like what you said. It's about like serving yourself first is a, is a term that's sort of drummed into us and something that we now preach is that ultimately like it doesn't have to be something like extreme as like a, a gym session like communication is something massive that as you kind of, it's massive in life anyway but as you're sort of um with your partner keeping this on track with kids like you need to sort of communicate and my wife knows me enough that I need to do some exercise and t- for me to fit that in my day, like I hate it. I absolutely hate it. But for me to actually do it, I have to get up at that time to go and get it done because then I have to come back. I've obviously got to do my work. I've got to be there for my wife and my kids because I want to do all this. But if I didn't get up at that time and almost like quote unquote sacrifice, I hate all these words, but that's how I fit it in. Because if I was to go to the gym late at night, I would be exhausted. Um, The gym would be full and it would just be an uncomfortable experience. And it's that kind of, batting off that sort of short-term um, almost gratification to kind of get things done. And what my done is not the same as your done. So don't feel guilty about, oh, I haven't done this. I don't. It could be a walk. It could be a bit of journaling. It could be listening to a podcast. It could be anything, right? It's just, that would probably be like the main takeaway from all of this is do something for yourself first before anyone else, right? And it doesn't matter what it is. It, it's like person dependent. Yeah, definitely, mate. And I think what I've seen with, a couple of clients lately is they've been able to use their kids as almost like a a supercharger they've been able to say like right my kids are actually my energy to be able to get up in the morning and do this like I'm doing it for them I'm doing it yeah. as an example Perfect. one guy actually said to me last weekend it was literally in the first consultation he was like he'd written down that I want to set an example to my kids long term I want to be able to gain this knowledge over the next 90 days and beyond so that I have this knowledge and then my kids will never have this issue of kind of say for example just putting on loads of weight or not eating well like I'm gonna have this knowledge to pass down to them so it's so valuable that you're actually able to pass it on through generations and Mm. I think that's something that is almost overlooked but it's such a valuable tool to be able to have. Mm. That's absolutely mega it's true it's bang on and like in reality like you'll have your reasons for why you started coaching and I had my reasons for starting coaching. And my reason was that the way I battled with, with food and nutrition and my health and fitness and balance and everything. And I just, I was ultimately like horrible to myself, horrible. I'll use that term loosely. Um, and for me doing the way I do is I don't want my kids to, to do that. And obviously with the clients that I work with through like with, with their children, ultimately they're doing it and leading by example to them. What you said is absolutely bang on You're, It's amazing. It's like, you can have so much effect on people's lives when you don't even realize it because i think that's the greatest thing about health and fitness it it becomes bigger than you because other people are watching you all the time right whether it's your children work colleagues family members it's do you know what i mean you're influencing people on a daily basis cool man yeah yeah that's amazing and moving on to the next question so i know that your program was called lean for life and you basically talk about how we can kind of stop fads altogether and really move into this kind of mindset of right this is going to be a long-term solution that means i do not need to go back to doing these stupid like uh, four-week challenges that are going to help us lose 20 pounds and whatever um so again that's quite an open-ended question but how would you say that we we begin to tackle this how do we begin to switch our mindset from short-term weight loss, short-term goals to really thinking about longevity? That's a good question. 
And it's hard because if you're in that position, like for me and you, that's probably quite an easy thing to go. Well, you just do this, you do this. But when you're in that sort of place of almost like feeling desperate, like you're kind of a bit low on it, you're sort of overthinking it. You're like, my answer would be invest into Ryan. That would be my honest answer because putting your trust into someone that um, has achieved incredible results, does incredible things on a daily basis um, is a genuinely nice guy because ultimately with this, right? Like you, the listener listeners to this podcast, you want to invest in someone that you kind of can trust. Right. And that, it's hard because it doesn't, you you read things on the internet all the time, regardless if it's on Instagram, Facebook, or insert like social media of choices that people are saying, do this, do that, do this, do that. And that sometimes can sway your thinking because ultimately like when you're kind of clear and you're at, you're in a good mood, you're thinking you might read things that bounce off you. But if you're feeling a bit low, you've had a stressful day. Um, maybe the scale hasn't gone in your favor, something like that. And you recently, Oh, I'll try that now because this isn't working. Right. Like putting your trust in someone who is like, incredible we're on zoom so i'm pointing at ryan um will will absolutely change your life right and the thing is it's like 12 weeks won't change your life um that's kind of the, the reality of it the reality is that it's a long-term lifestyle change right and these are the, i know we don't want to hear this this is boring but it's the reality right it's the small steps of like showing up every day doing something positive every day again it doesn't matter how big or how small but doing something positive every day and eventually this is the point that me and Ryan are very similar on this is that we want you to get to a point where you're just absolutely loving it and you're just performing on this like incredible rate and you're thinking oh my god how am I doing this but it's because you've sort of built the sort of blocks to kind of get you to that point so um if you're at that point where you're thinking oh I don't know it's hard I'm not sure send Ryan a DM mate yeah I think everyone's more and more than willing not everyone but most people are more than willing to kind of jump on a a shake diet or drink soup through a straw for for four weeks just to lose a little bit of weight but if you're able to just think a little bit longer term and as you said like it doesn't just take 12 weeks it can take longer than that to really make uh, a change that's going to stick but if you can give yourself again just using the the overall kind of duration that most online coaches go with the 90 day if you can even just give yourself that initial 90 days to really invest in yourself and play the long game and really invest in doing just the boring shit on a daily basis. And it doesn't have to be boring. It may be boring for you at the start. It may not see absolutely instant results, but if you're able to go, right, I've got to commit to myself to this next 90 days to really try and get this done, the training, the the movement, the nutrition, the mindset things. And when you invest in, again, I'm not going to play myself up, but when you invest in a, a coach that's... Um, that's doing the right things like Ben and all the other kind of high performance coaches that we have out there, then you will be able to make a choice. You will be able to make a, a change that's going to stick. And it's not just going to give you a little bit of weight loss that maybe looks good in a before and after. And then you don't ever want to do those things again. You don't want to stick to those kind of those fad diets because at the end of the day, I say it over and over and over again, if you're doing a diet, but you can't see yourself still doing it eight months down the line, 10 months down the line, then it's probably not going to be a great decision. Because what, like, that's made me think actually, because Ryan and I have the ability to manipulate your food, manipulate your training to get you to a goal at a certain point, right? Like 
sometimes there is this almost like misconception between like a diet has to be kind of like a long-term thing. Yes, we want you to be still doing this in the long-term, but sometimes what is something is amazing and something that Ryan is incredible at is getting you to a result quickly in a safe, in a safe manner. Right. And then you can move on to go like, move on to bigger things. Right. Um, sometimes we can get stuck because it's where we, we're at and this is perfectly fine. Um, but we're just trying to help you kind of see it in a bigger picture is that there's more than just fat loss. There's more than just kind of losing a bit of body fat. And once you've done that, that's when you're kind of slowly building into this like long-term thing where you, the goals become bigger, the future becomes bigger and everything else just kind of, kind of click, kick, um, sorry, clicks into place. Um, but initially, um, yeah, I would say if you're feeling stuck and it feels like something that you've been doing for a while and it's not kind of getting there, investing into a coach will just help the process because it, it takes the pressure off, right? Like you don't have to think, you can just bounce ideas off and you can just focus on basically doing the work, right? Another horrible fitness term, but you can focus on just doing what you need to do and ticking boxes, which gets you closer to where you want to be. Yeah, 100%, mate. Um, so moving on to the next question. So many people from looking from the the outside in may see you on a daily basis, online coach, father of three, training in the gym, doing different bits and pieces. How do you schedule that all into a day, all into a week? Do you have anything that really works for you in terms of just setting things out with a plan? Um, is there anything that you would recommend to guys that feel like they don't have enough time to fit everything in? Um, communication so obviously if you're just like a single lad um, I would be just simply this applies if you have children or if you don't have children I'd be looking at and saying when do I get to train not when do I have to not when will it fit in when do I get to train and for me it is at not a pleasant time um, just because of other responsibilities right so that's one of the first things that I kind of work on with people and the things that I suggest is sit down and planning your week right um, for me a massive part is communication with my wife talking about things that I've got coming up at work for example simple stuff like I'm having a podcast with Ryan today like so she knows where to be what to do because sometimes some of the things that we struggle about is that we don't talk about it to anyone else and we can get in a bit of a huff about it and you might get a little bit of huff of your partner, but your partner might not actually know what you're worried about. If you're simple, just say, like, I don't know how to fit this in. I've got to do this. I've got to be there. Just a, a conversation can just like ease things up. So first thing is communication. The second thing is just planning. So it saves almost like mental calories. So simple stuff like planning what you're going to eat. Right. I work with my gang on something called 24 before. Some people really hate like planning out a week. Like they sit, they're like, oh, what do I, I don't want to do this. Like, but simply just literally planning the next day, right? If you're a my fitness Paula, um, just literally plug into it what you're going to have. And then when it comes to doing it, you can just bam, 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 bang. So you're one step ahead of the game already. So the major thing would be sitting and planning the major obstacles, because I think that's what's so great about fitness is when you jump into it, the stuff that feels uncomfortable will just like float to the top. And then that's the stuff you can cherry pick. But initially, communication, just talk it through. What A, what you're trying to achieve. B, when you're going to do it. And then finally, it would be taking the pressure off the food that you're going to eat, right? Plug things in the day before. If you want to sit and plug a week, like I, I normally do that with my wife just because working out where the kids are going to be, what we're going to give them, blah, 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 blah. Um, but if again, if that's too overwhelming, I would literally just sit there. The night you've done, um, day's done. What am I going to eat the next day? Bum, bum, bum. It literally takes 30 seconds and then you don't have to think about it going into the next day. Yeah, mate. Definitely. 
seems really helpful. Um, I'm sure people will be able to take away things from that and um, implement that as soon as. So coming up near to the end, I was going to ask you a little um, improv question. Um, I like to do some things a little bit football related on here because I know I have a lot of young lads that like football. So here's your question. Arteta, in or out? Oh, mate. Um, I flip-flop on it because I really like him like as a bloke and... It feels like it's coming together a little bit, but I, I still don't think he's actually going to like, this is this is going to be recorded on the internet forever, isn't it? Someone's going to play this back when he wins the Champions League. Um, right now, as you sort of look at it, there's lots of holes, but um, Arsenal's team as a whole is a bit of kind of not great at the moment. We've kind of got two centre forwards that are like, what are they, like 45? But if you could merge them and make them one striker, it'd be fantastic. But I think it'd be interesting to see in the summer if we can get hold of an actual decent striker. Um, yeah. I'm a bit gutted that we couldn't get uh, Tammy Abraham. I thought he would have been like ideal for us, actually. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. Some of the signings have turned off really well, though, like uh, Aaron Ramsdale. Some of my mates support some of the teams that he used to play for, and they were like laying into me. I was like, we've not even seen him play yet. Like, give me a chance. But he's done really, really well. Um, We've got like Ben White at the back, who looks a bit like like Ryan Sturton. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's a good lad. Um, he's he's an unbelievable mate, like playing out from the back. But um, yes, yeah, exciting. Yes, yeah. it, it is exciting. I'm excited, but I, I'm still on the fence with him because I don't know. He, he he just does like stupid stuff. But he's so new to this. It's so hard to kind of um, yeah. I, I mean, come on him. I think it'll come together. I think it'll come together. Um, just need a few a few more faces in the in the door there and um, hopefully something will come of it. But um yeah, enough, so. enough football chat. Nobody cares about football, especially not. <laughs> yeah, they do. Well, yeah, definitely not. Also. It's just me, I think. <laughs> so last question. I'm gonna kind of ask this at the end of every podcast. Um, do you have another podcast or audiobook recommendation or just a book in general that um any of us guys would would definitely need to read. I'm obsessed with podcasts. Um, bum, 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 bum. What things do you normally suggest? Just so I don't say the same thing again. So, I mean, uh, I listen to a lot of the high performance podcasts, Diary of a Season. Yeah. Um, again, a lot of kind of self development audiobooks and stuff like that. But yeah. really open to anything, really. Um, Football wise, Peter Crouch's podcast. Have you ever listened to that? It's proper yeah. funny. Um, I absolutely love the Elizabeth Day podcast about how to fail. So yeah, she basically interviews like famous people about how they've kind of failed, but they've still in, it, like achieved incredible things. Like she's absolutely brilliant. Um, love that podcast. I think she's like super talented. Um, and dun, 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 dun. Yeah. I listen to the same sort of stuff in terms of the high performance bits and pieces. I'm trying to think of something different that I normally listen to. Um, I've sort of been dabbling on and off with like the Fern Cotton podcast as well. She's actually quite intelligent. Right. I'm used to her being on like TV at like um, <laughs> like kids TV. So for me, that was a bit of a strange listen. But she, again, she interviews like really, really good guests, um, which is kind of like, you know what I mean? Getting to listen to those talks of people, like how they've kind of achieved their success is the amazing thing. Cause you can pick up so much just listening, just basically listening to someone who's achieved something that you kind of, or a place that you kind of want to get to. Yeah. No, that's cool, mate. I think um, I've actually not listened to that uh, Elizabeth Day podcast before or the Fair and Cotton one. So I'll definitely give them, give them a try. Um, yeah. Or no, mate, I think, I think that's us kind of, kind of wrapping it up. Um, 
one last question for you, mate. What's what's kind of next for you? What's the what's the next step forward in in business and life? Have you got any sort of goals for the for the near future, or is it kind of just living living every day? Move as close to Ryan as possible. Um, that's always goal number one. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, no just more of the same really just more of the same it's like in terms of what I'm doing I absolutely love it um love to give people that like as I said previously is like I don't want people to feel the like a certain way about themselves regarding their health and fitness I want them to be easy I want them to give them quote unquote like a safe space to kind of ask things that you might be embarrassed to ask because sometimes it's like oh can I say that but do you know what I mean creating like a safe space for people to just go and just like achieve like mad things because um think ultimately people dampen down their kind of potential because of like fear and they're not sure and they they overwhelm and just because you're getting to a certain age and you might have children now and you might be thinking how can I fit this all in but ultimately there's still so much more that you can go and do like don't feel like just because you've got all these things in your life now that you've it feels like you're juggling when you're not you're just kind of moving bits and pieces around like on a chessboard um you still can't go and do like amazing things because you can yeah you can and you must Exactly. I think it's good. And I think um, like the training in the gym and the nutrition only really scratches the surface of kind of what we're trying to really yeah. do here as a coach. It's um, yeah. I like to think it's much more. And I think a lot of people that are successful in these programs go on to bigger and better things. If it's promotions with jobs, new relationships, yeah. um, just trying something that they've never tried for ages, mm. new hobbies, whatever else it is, it just helps you build the confidence to do whatever you want to really do with your life. Um kind of mm. yeah hang on yeah i love it mm-hmm. well no mate that's um that's all from me today um i appreciate you you coming on and speaking to me as my as my first guest on the podcast um i'm sure you'll we'll have you back on at some point again mate it's actually a pleasure I, I, again i didn't realize i was the first one i feel like <laughs> yeah. i feel like a lot of pressure but no mate it was absolutely amazing um and you're doing absolutely incredible things i'm saying this because it'll be recorded on the internet forever but you're doing absolutely incredible things and the future is very bright for you, my friend. Thank you very much, mate. As with you as well. Thank you, buddy. Cool, mate. I'll um I'll catch you in a bit. Beautiful.